What is up? Good to see you. Welcome back to Side PCs in the podcast. I'm your host, Dinero. This is the number one relationship side piece. Get your shit together podcast on the planet. And this is episode 35. Mackin', no slackin'. You know who I am, you know where you are. Let's get into this. All right. Whether you call it being charming or flirting or finessing or macking, they're all the same to me. They're all, pick your name. They're all going to be the same. I'm going with macking. Uh, And the goal of macking is to make a move on a person that makes them warm up to you. But this is side piece season, so uh, we want them to feel warmly towards us in various states of undress. So maybe it's sex, maybe it's an emotional or physical intimacy, whatever. We'll hash all of that kind of stuff out later, but we're going to talk about macking. And macking is a verb. It's a skill set. There's no one way to do it, but it broadly consists of three areas that are really interrelated. So area one, presentation slash conversation. Area two, mood. And area three is planting a seed, or we'll call it inception, because I really like that movie. All right, so those three areas are really closely intertwined. But macking is, of course, conversation, right? But it's a specific type of conversation. We can all agree that there's always a goal in any conversation. doesn't matter what the desired outcome is. There is a desired outcome. So if every conversation has a goal, that necessitates that you utilize tactics to achieve that desired outcome. We all do it, but oftentimes lazily, uh, carelessly, um, or sometimes we don't do it. We, we specifically use the silent treatment. And uh, episode 32 was, don't say fuck you. I'm going to throw this out there. The silent treatment is a way to say fuck you. It, has, it actually says, fuck you, and I hope you suffer. It's very, very pointed. But anyway, that's back in episode 32. Let's get back to this. So, if you got to use these different tactics and you have a goal in mind, there's no one way to get to the goal. Everybody does different things in conversations. But it's important to recognize that macking is sales. Pure and simple. It's sales. And you have to believe in the product that you're selling in order to sell it. And guess what? You are the product. You can't sell some shitty-ass product that you don't even want, something that you don't even believe in. So if you're trying to Mac, you need to improve whatever's lacking in yourself so that you can be better at Macing, better at conversation. So that might mean you've got some body image problems. You don't like the way something looks. Well, if it's something that you can fix by going to the gym or changing your diet or add an exercise to your life, then do that. But what if it's something internal? What if it's something in your head? What if it's a, a way that you're thinking? Something that you can't deal with just by going to the gym. Well, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Go get the help that you need, whatever that looks like. You have to go to a counselor, a therapist, whatever. Go do it. Like, it's not going to fix itself. Most things don't. Um, important to all of those things, presentation, conversation, mood, and inception is your own self-confidence. Yep, good old-fashioned self-confidence. Even broke dudes can pull gorgeous women 
because they have confidence. And back in the day, we would have said they were cocksure. Today, the kids say they have BDE. BDE stands for Big Dick Energy. Big Dick Energy, running shit from the bottom of the Mariana Trench to the top of the International Space Station and everywhere in between. With Big Dick Energy, you'll have pep in your step, a straighter spine, a chin held high, and a gleam in your eye. You may be beaten, but never defeated with Big Dick Energy. Big Dick Energy is a proud sponsor of the Side Piece Season Podcast. All right. So, confidence. You have to have it. You have to believe in the product. Again, you are the product. So whatever's holding you back, whatever's stopping you from getting in touch with your BDE, you've got to work on that. I'm not saying be cocky because cocky kind of runs parallel to cocksure. Cocksure has a little, one of the definitions would be to be overconfident, right? Unjustifiably confident. But even cocky people, garner some sort of admiration there are people that like cocky people i'd say that it's actually just the fact that they are unwaveringly self-assured that people are attracted to but the point remains some people like cocky people so work on yourself do what you have to do to get that bde going fortunately for people like me you don't actually have to have a big dick to have big dick energy um you just have to believe in yourself and feel confident in yourself um, and what you're bringing to the table. All right. So I said presentation, converse, conversation, mood, and inception. The presentation and the conversation part are this, like they're tied so closely together. I didn't separate them because people judge you with their eyes before you've said anything. They're looking at your body language. They're looking at how you're dressed. They're looking at your grooming habits. So presentation is really important. You don't have to have the latest, greatest high-end fashion to still make a good impression with your presentation. Keep it clean. Keep it tight. It makes an impression. People are looking at that, and they are already judging whether or not they're going to talk to you, whatever. So if your presentation is off... You might have a hard time or a harder time starting the conversation. If you can't start the conversation, you can never set the mood that you want. And if you can't set the mood that you want, you can't put in the suggestions to get the things that you want. That inception part won't take place. So the goal is to create a vibe that's inviting, enticing, and invigorating. I'm making an atmosphere that you want to be in. Side note, the shittier your day-to-day life is, the better vibe I can create. Since people usually mirror what they see, the first move and the easiest, but it's often overlooked, smile. That's it. Smile. Not a fake smile. Not a psychopathic staring through the wood smile. Um, As far as secret weapons go, this one is dope and it's simple and everybody possesses it but a lot of people don't do it smiles change everything smiles change your personal perspective but also the way that you are perceived if you walk up to somebody with a real smile a warm smile that registers 
people will say in this in test where they've done it, there's a picture of a person smiling and a picture that looks similar to that person where they're not, they're not scowling. They're not frowning. They're just not smiling. And people judge the person that is smiling that picture. They, they have a warmer reception to that person. They feel that that person is more attractive. Um, they believe that that person is more approachable, more friendly, um, just nicer in general, all of that from a smile. A smile is a good thing. It's a great secret weapon. It's a great opening volley. If you're clean, put together, groomed, and you smile, you're so much, so much further into this macking thing than you ever thought you could be. Smiling is a good move regardless of the desired outcome. But let's look at how absent it might be with your main piece. Okay? If I'm looking at a couple, the amount of times that they smile at each other lets me know everything that I want to know. Additionally, not just the amount. How are they smiling at each other? Are they not smiling at all? Uh, are there like, you know, are they doing fake smiles at each other, which kind of shows some contempt? Um, are they real smiles? You know, the Duchesne smiles goes all the way up to their eyes. If you look at all that stuff, you can tell a lot about the dynamics, the pulse of the relationship. And trust me, if I had my eyes on your girl, I'm watching. I'm noticing that shit. And you should too. Very simple. You haven't even said a word. Presentation. The smile is part of your presentation. I smile as much as possible at everybody. Because I am always macking. Because I always want that warm regard about me. I want them to have a warm spot in their heart for me. I want them to think of me favorably. I always try to smile at my nephews. All I want them to do, all I want them to walk away with is knowing that, hey, I love you and I'm always here for you. And if you need me, come get me. That's it. That is not selfless, but it's also not selfish. I'm trying to convey a certain message. In my communications, I want to convey a message. And I've already thought about the message. I know what the message I want to send is. And that allows me to stay more on task. If you talk to somebody and you haven't thought of what you want to convey, you might not convey the right things. You can easily go astray. You can get into a verbal battle. You can get into arguments over all this stuff because you just engage haphazardly without a plan in place. If you want to start some shit, you pretty much always can. But if you don't have an intent whatsoever, you can start some shit inadvertently. It's not what you want. That's why, like I said, Mac and his sales, I know what I want out of this conversation. I know what my goal is. And I direct everything to go toward that goal. Now, mood. The smile goes into the mood. The look goes into the mood. Your BDE helps you go into the mood. What do you want for the mood? What, what are you trying to set? Are you, do you want it to be chill and relaxed? 
you want it to be fun, happy, positive? Do you want it to be angst-ridden, strifeful? What do you want? What mood do you want? If, if I pose that to you and I said, okay, these five people you're going to talk to today, what do you want the mood to be? And I bet if you had that in your mind, your whole conversation would change. What you would say starting off would be completely different if you said, okay, I want this to be a fun conversation. Even in a business situation, you can still have it be a fun conversation. None of that stuff takes away from the seriousness of the topics. In fact, it might help to alleviate some of the burden by making it a little lighthearted. We're still talking about the same things, but it's fun. Again, I'm telling you, this is something that I would do if I was macking on your girl, but it works for every single conversation, every interaction you have with a person. You should have presentation slash conversation, mood and inception slash intention all always at the forefront so that you can direct your conversation accordingly. Now, if you can set a good mood and it's chill and relaxed and involved, uh, what would be one of the best ways to do it? Well, a lot of people think that they have to direct it. They have to really work on it and be in the driver's seat. And you kind of, you're kind of right. You, you do want to be in the driver's seat, but you want to direct it into that fun place by pulling yourself out of the conversation. Now, what do I mean by this? Okay, so there's this one doctor that I worked with. Any question that you asked him, he made you feel like, I mean, he was very flattering. He was very cordial. Made you feel good about yourself. How did he make that happen? Well, the first thing is he's going to pull himself out of the conversation. He's actually going to have you do most of the talking. Why is this important? It's important because people like to talk, especially about themselves. So if he can have you talking about yourself in the context of the question you asked him, you're already going to feel those warm feelings towards him because it's like, oh man, this guy's great. He says probably one word to every 10 that I say, but yet I feel like, oh man, this guy's a great conversationalist. He subtracts himself from the conversation and makes it all about my response. That makes me think, God, this guy's a great conversationalist. I always feel good when the conversation's done. Why? Because he's always flattering me. He's dropping compliments here and there. Oh, you look good today with that. I like that haircut, you know. I can tell you're a very smart, you're learned. Most people don't know that. He says all these little finesse things, all of these little fine macking moves. He's charming to a, I mean, it's, it's amazing. He's high level charm. Again, it's a verb. It's a skill set. He's perfected this. He will take what you present to him, repackage it, make it about you, throw it back at you in a way that gets you talking even more. The more that you talk, the more that you think that he's a great conversationalist. The mood is chill. And then he would put in his request. Hey, um, can you change my surgery time to three o'clock? Now, 
I would have done it anyway, but now I really want to do it, right? Because he pulled me in. It works on everybody. There was no flirting aspect of it. It was all a charming, finessing, macking aspect of it. He finessed me into a certain mood and then presented his idea, and then I'm all on board. It's a great sales technique. So, for you, you got to make that mood, and the way you make that mood is to be as absent. And you're going to have to practice this. Don't say a lot. But what you do say should flatter the person, should recognize them, Make sure you sometimes repeat what they said so that they know that you're listening without having to say, hey, I'm listening. All of that creates this mood that's like, wow, this is a, this is a good place. I like talking to this person. Man, they make me feel like positive. This is a great encounter. Like it's just a small, quick conversation and yet I kind of feel uplifted. It's easy to do. Why? Because we live stressful lives for various reasons we're faced with a bunch of negative input all the time. Like you, you watch the news, all negative. You, you talk to your friends, un, invariably, some of your friends are all negative. They probably need to get the ax. That's another conversation for another time. But you get all this negative, 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 brings you down. Now all of a sudden you're engaged with somebody that has the intention, hits you off with conversation that has a certain mood, and whether or not they're going to incept you at this moment, doesn't even matter. If they get that good mood, you're going to feel better about them as a person. And the key is, I want to flatter you a little bit, but I want you to do most of the talking. I'm going to subtract myself out of this conversation. The more you talk, the more I listen. And the more I listen, the more I'm going to hear the things that I can use when it comes time to plant the seed of what I want and make that ask. It's sales. It's just sales. Uh, so let's talk about when the limerence is over, right? The limerence, you know, I know. L-I-M-E-R-E-N-C-E, limerence. Look it up. We're going to do a side piece science on it. It's just when the thrill is gone, right? That's when you start to see fewer and fewer smiles in that couple, that's when you start to see conversations where one person is rolling their eyes at the other person. The body language is off. And, and it says, like, I wish you'd shut the fuck up. You see that, right? And I'm not saying that using Mackin can eliminate the death of the limerence. It can't. But I will say that it can rekindle flashes of the limerence and get you to be a positive state. Smile more. Whether you're with somebody or not, smile more, engage more, shut up and listen more. That's very important. Um, and then if you set the mood appropriately, if you set the mood properly, now the ground is ready. It's fertile soil for you to plant that seed. That's when you make your ask. This is the time because you've connected with them on a level that is seemingly deeper, whether it was or wasn't. You disappeared from the conversation which allowed them to talk, which we all love. 
We love to hear our voice. We love to talk. We love to be the center of attention and have that attention paid to us. Some people more than others. The longer your girl talks to me, the more she's going to tell me things that I need to know to mac on her even better. And then everything is primed. She's telling me her secrets. I love it. I love it. I worked hard for this. Now I've got that information and I can use it to plant the seed, to make the ask. It's a genius. It's a genius. It's what you have to do. Work on saying hi with a smile. People wear a mask. When I told you that story about that doctor and how he used to jazz me up and like finesse me, he was wearing a mask because we're in the OR. You can still see that smile up in the eyes. It's still there. Make sure you smile. Make sure you have good energy. Now, women, big dick energy, the, the strict term does not apply to you, but self-confidence and self-assuredness does. You got to have it. Get it. Work on it. Again, male, female, whatever. Work on what it takes to get that BDE going in your life. Um, when you're in that conversation, set that mood. Set that mood. You Again, what do you want? I, I challenge you to think about this before you even say a word to that person. What mood are you trying to set? Fun, happy, positive, st- stressful, angry, standoffish? Like, what mood are you trying to set? If you want to set a mood, but traditionally your body language does not or is not congruent with the mood that you want to send, obviously something is off. Change it up. Now, all of this having been said, it applies to anybody, pretty much any relationship. So it's, it's, it's cool. In a side piece situation, if I'm watching the interaction and I can see the strife and then we get to talking and I can hear the strife, the door is open for me to slide in there. And I'm telling you this because I have used my powers for evil in the past and now I'm going to use them for good. The good is letting you know what you need to do, right? Here's how I would use these things to get your girl to come take a, take a ride with me. Here's how you should use these things to keep her happy and home, all right? That's it. That's all I got for you. Remember, the three major points, presentation slash conversation. Number two, mood. Number three, in session, inception or planting the seed. That's it. Episode 35 complete in the books. Macking, no slacking. I want y'all to get out there. I don't want you to mack hard. I want you to mack everybody. All right? I don't care who it is. Your kids, your grandma, the policeman, the bus driver. Go out there and mack everybody i.e. have a purposeful conversation with a goal in mind that is it this is side piece season i'm your host dinero i'm out of here you can reach me on instagram at side piece underscore season i'm working on a website working on some other things more to come thank you all for tuning in i appreciate all the comments and we will see you again in a week where we'll run it back 
and talk more about how you can get your side piece on, even if you ain't trying to have a side piece. All right, love y'all. Take care. Be safe out there. Be good to each other. Put a little don't stop in your get it, get it, and we gone.